0: I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Close to 200 students from area schools attended a safety demonstration presented by Next Decade LNG at the Texas State Technical College campus in Harlingen.
1: My name is Susan Richardson and I'm Senior Director of Communications at Next Decade in Rio Grande LNG.
0: What is your objective with these presentations today?
1: Well, it's a couple of things. First, you know, it's a continuation of our community partnership and dialogue that we've had regarding this project and the Rio Grande Valley over the last few years. And the other objective is, is to bring in students to hear more about what we're going to be doing here in the community, learn more about LNG itself and also to learn about job opportunities for the future because we're going to be here for a long time and we're going to have a lot of people working for us so we want to start educating the up-and-coming workforce about what we're doing. Do you have a timeline on when the project itself is going to start? The project will start construction after we make our positive final investment decision. It'll take seven to eight years for the project to be completely built.
0: Can you give me some estimates on the manpower you're going to be needing and the manpower impact it's going to have?
1: Yeah, sure. Happy to share that with you. are anticipating that during peak construction we're going to have up to 5,000 people working on the project um, and the, you know we're, we're really aiming to have at least 35% of those people be from the valley and actually we've made a commitment to the community that we would have 35% if not more from the valley. In the longer term after the project is completed we'll have 350 to um, 400 full-time long-term employees.
0: Susan, down in the valley, you know where we're from, the tip of Texas, you might say. uh, Some folks have environmental concerns. How is Next Decade addressing that?
1: Well, safety in the environment and protection of that is paramount for Next Decade in Rio Grande LNG. And we have partnered with multiple federal, state, and local um, authorities throughout this whole permitting process, including the Department of Energy, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, the Texas Department of Environmental Quality, just to name a few. And um, just something that is interesting to note is that we have set aside about 4,000 acres that um, we are going to be having uh, mitigation of wetlands, uh, protection of the Lomas, as well as um, Habitats for ocelots, and you know that is five times larger than the size of our facility will actually be. What is
0: next decade hoping to accomplish with student involvement that you have in today's event? Well,
1: it's a continuation of our community partnership, and by bringing the students in, we get to do two things. We get to educate them about what liquefied natural gas is and what. Li- wickified natural gas is not and to talk about the safety of it but also to talk to them about um, the future here with next decade in Rio Grande LNG and the job opportunities that will come along with this development.
0: Are you considering any training programs here at the local uh, education institutions?
1: Yes we are in discussions with many educational institutions around the valley um, we're going to be more information on that once we make our final investment decision and we welcome anyone to visit our website at RioGrandeLNG.com to Learn more.
0: You're listening to highlights of a Next Decade LNG safety demonstration held at TSTC in Harlingen. After the demonstration, students participated in a question and answer session with Next Decade LNG officials.
2: Did you get, think, Paul, that's a question Paul. From the time the natural gas enters into the facility until it actually is turned into a liquid. Okay, great question. Um, great to see the future employees of like um, We what in each crane, so currently at this um, FID, which is called we have three Each crane is capable of producing 40,000 40,0 use a day. The average ship is about 124,000 meters. So the free trade would be producing enough for a ship to come in every about 1.2 to 1.3 days. Okay, and how long does it take from the time the gas actually gets into the plant before it becomes liquid? Less than a minute. Regular fuel? I'm sorry, does it cost more than regular fuel? Uh, well, it's, it's actually cheaper than diesel on a per gallon basis. So, um, I think that answers your question. I also have a question. Um, what are the environmental effects of the, um, the facility that you are trying to create um, on Goslow? Well, there's a couple of different parts to that question. One is around greenhouse gas emissions and and, and global warming. With regards to greenhouse gas emissions, the plan that we have is to build a carbon capture and sequestration project with the LNG plant. When we do that, that will reduce greenhouse gas emissions from that facility by more than 90%. So uh, it will, in fact, be one of the cleanest, lowest-emitting, LNG export projects anywhere, or plants anywhere in the world. The other part of that question is around biodiversity and what we're doing in terms of protecting the environment. One of the programs that we did uh, with Texas a and is a uh, Texas tortoise translocation project. And this is, it's kind of a cool project because what we we said was, uh, the Texas tortoise is uh, recognized as uh, threatened in Texas. And so we know that there are gonna be some of these uh, little guys on our site. So we started thinking about how are we gonna protect them? Well, we worked with the uh, Clayford Wildlife Research Center at Texas and Kingsville and began a program where their graduate students would go down to our site and actually walk through the site and look for these Texas tortoises. How many here have actually seen a Texas tortoise? You know what, the Texas tortoises have these giant thing you can see, but they're, they're about this big. They're, they're pretty small. I think the largest one that they've the seen is probably like about this. So they're not very large. Uh, we found and took to Texas AM 177 Texas tortoises. And the purpose of the project was to find out: all right, we get these tortoises, we put them in a 10-acre tent, so they're free to roam around the 10-acre pen. And they're, they have little transmitters on them where the, uh, the grad students and, and the professors can actually track their, their whereabouts and what they do. One of the things that they found that they weren't aware of, the biologists that they weren't aware of, was that they're quite social. And so they get these Texas tortoises and they put them in different parts of the 10-acre of the pen. The next thing they know is they're all congregating together. And they actually got two from here and put them in completely opposite ends of this 10-acre pen field, and they found these two got together again. And they know they can actually track which ones are which. And they, and the the grad student who is responsible for this program can actually now determine who's who amongst the 177 Texas tortoises. So they've just started releasing them. Uh, they're in their pen, the 10 pen, for about uh, six to eight months. And uh, after that time, they they release them, and they'll start tracking them on where they're where they're heading. Thus far, what they found is they're heading to the west or to the south, but they're not, they don't seem to be heading back to, uh, to, to this area. And that's part of the, part of that process, part of that project. Another thing that we've done is we've, uh, bought, uh, about 4,000, it's about 4,100 acres of uh, land that we're dedicating to Ocelot, uh, uh, habitat. We're also dedicating, uh, some of that land to wetlands, and we've also announced recently 1,500 acres of that will be uh, preserved in perpetuity for all uh, of So there's a lot that we're doing in terms of the environment,
0: uh, I hope that answers your question. After the safety demonstration, area school teachers explained why it was important for students to attend the next-decade LNG presentation. Juan Santana, Los Verdes school district, uh, and your construction technology. Right? Yes. Okay, about how many kids did you bring with you? Well, we brought about 25. Why do you think it was important for your students from Los Fresnos to attend this presentation? Also, they can see what uh, they could put to work, the skills that, that I'm, I'm training them for, uh, for the workforce, you know, for jobs. Thank you very much, Mr. Santana. I'm Nick Loftus. I'm the AP Environmental Science teacher. Why do you think it was important to bring your idea of public school students here? I think it's
2: important for these kids to just be exposed to different things that are going on. Uh, especially around their community, um, things to kind of see from them and, and get, get them exposed to things that are going to be out there in the future for them, especially careers and jobs.
0: You've been listening to highlights of a next-decade LNG safety demonstration attended by area students at the Harlingen TSTC campus on May 17th. Also in the Rio Grande Guardian, find details about a next-decade LNG safety demonstration that was held at the Brownsville, Texas' southmost college campus on May 16th. I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.